0: Welcome to Dashway Talks, a show powered by Dashway Consulting, a China based strategic market research company founded in 2010. With Dashway Talks, you will stay up to date with all the latest business updates in China. Every day, you will learn from China based experts who share their knowledge about the Chinese market in two to five minutes. My name is Zilwa. I'm in China for uh, eight years, and uh, I now have a company dedicated to VR and AR. Uh, based in Shanghai for uh, five years now. So uh, I had the chance to work with several clients, you know, based around Asia. Uh, it gives me, I guess, a good overview of what's happening in the, in, the, in virtual reality and now augmented reality that becomes uh, from this year something. Um, my clients are a travel business. So I have some people like uh, Club Med, like uh, Hyatt Hotel. Uh, Cars like Peugeot, Citroën. I have uh, like a supermarket, like the Metro supermarket, and Logitech in technology. is quite vast. It goes all around. They're usually based uh, here in Shanghai, but also in Hong Kong, sometimes in Korea, sometimes a bit around, which travel uh, a bit around Asia. How are brands and companies using VR in the local market? Can you talk about some cases? Progressively, you know, we 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 saw that two markets start being developed. There is a market, consumer market for games, okay, which is huge, huh? Which is millions of VR headset uh, in the world. Uh, but in China, this market never succeeded because uh, of uh, of this, uh, the firewall reason and many other reasons. Uh, so in China, everybody's focusing now on the enterprise market and uh, imagining that uh, uh, several companies are. Uh, Uh, can use VR for a specific purpose. The main one I would say uh, now that this is the the main request that we have uh, now it's about design Uh, so uh, let's take an example of uh, an architect or an interior designer uh, wants to visualize or wants to show what he's doing to his clients or to uh, his partners and um, uh, and visualize the 3D model that he built, you know, of the, of the, the interior that he built and, um, and, and show it to someone. This is really now uh, starting more seriously because technology is really mature to do this kind of thing. You had a lot of software adapting to that, so you have a lot of 3D software uh, who are now more compatible to VR, so it becomes easier to, to, to show that kind of thing and uh, so we see the whole architecture but like construction market and then engineering you know start using that to visualize you know like uh, engine or different difficult type of uh, uh, things that i mean if you want to visualize it in 2d it's not the same you know how has vr been utilized in china during the COVID outbreak can you provide some interesting examples we thought, several companies thought that uh, with this COVID-19, it was the moment of VR. At least it's the moment of VR in the rest of the world, but in China, because we are not so uh, uh, advanced compared to the rest of the world, um, it's, it was too early. This crisis arrived too early for us to really uh, try to bring solutions for that. The main solution would be uh, event in VR. Okay, you have multiple platform uh doing event in vr uh one of the main one i i, I organize several events in vr so i, I know a bit how it works one of the main one is called outspace vr and it belongs to uh, microsoft now and so it's a it's a it's a bizarre thing you know it's like okay you 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 connect in vr you have several of your friends all around the world and everyone puts his vr headset and then you all go Together into the same environment. Everyone has an avatar and wear an avatar, and you can talk to the avatar of other people. We imagine that this kind of things would uh, start because of uh, the COVID-19, because it's a better way to meet for those who are ready to to move in that field and to. Um, uh, and to embrace this kind of technology, it is super cool. Okay, you can visualize in 3D. You can share IDs in 3D. You could import 3D model, and all and everybody can discuss about something uh, in in 3D. You can bring slides, so all the avatars are all looking at slides, and the. And you can organize conference, you can organize events, uh, way better than Zoom, you know, way more cool, way more uh, creative, uh, and you can, you know, express yourself in way more different way Um, so I thought, okay, this is the good moment to start having this kind of thing. And uh, yeah, some companies start uh, uh, doing it in, uh, outside of China at least. But to have these things working, you need to have a lot of VR headsets, so it means that every uh, participant needs to have a VR headset. You have also, uh, you know, like a, a computer-based, you know, screen-based version, but it's not as cool as being in VR and wearing your avatar in VR. Uh, so to have this thing working, it means that uh, everybody being in lockdown has to have a VR headset at, at home and uh, uh, everybody connects with that. So who can do that? Uh, probably only the VR community who has a VR headset at home for a real company, I don't know, a healthcare company, they cannot ask their employee, "Oh, OK, everybody has a VR headset? Yeah, no, nobody has, you know, especially that during the the COVID-19, uh, the supply chain was completely uh, broken. Uh, so uh, many, you know, all the VR headsets being provided to the world are all coming from Guangdong province in China, uh, which is a bit the heart of the, the, the electronic uh, manufacturing. So uh, Oculus uh, was uh, out of stock, impossible for them to deliver more VR headset to the United States and to the rest of the world. So it was a big problem, even if there could have been a demand at this time to really make this kind of solution existing. It, um, it was not working because people couldn't, uh, didn't have a VR headset at home and couldn't even buy it online to have it like a few days after. So we couldn't really use this moment where where it would have been a great momentum to actually uh, start this conferencing and uh, in China it was even worse because the, the number of VR headsets is even uh, lower than that the the internet speed is not great so in China to have a decent uh, session in, uh, in VR you need to have a good internet you know and the internet in China is with uh, lower speed than the rest of the world. I, I saw some opportunities in, in doing training in VR for nurse uh, and I saw some company developing uh, some uh, yeah some some learning tool you know to quickly understand how to handle uh, uh, patients that uh, have the, the COVID to, to quickly distribute, for example, a process to, to, uh, to hospital and to train people in hospital on how to, to handle like a new equipment or a new procedure, uh, VR is super cool. VR works really well because you could just few VR headset into a hospital and it's a training room. And then you just uh, send a piece of software or it's online and you just say, Hey, we have a new training available about this. New disease or this new procedure or these new things, and every nurse just go for one or two hour in VR and they do it and they prepare that kind of thing, and you can um, you can really learn how to do it. And we have some company, we have a great company in uh, in China doing that, uh, uh, all around the world uh, uh, doing this kind of thing. So yeah, th- there was some opportunities for for the VR com- for VR companies with COVID, but sometimes some. Um, uh, missing uh, missing opportunities, but I guess uh, maybe it will come back at some point. Any questions? We will find an expert to answer them. Drop your questions in the comments or send us an email, dx at com.